welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host, as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined today by Craig. Oops, outside you said that it oops upside your head. <laughs> Beautiful. Luke. What, what? And Chris Ripley. Marvel as Disney. I, I don't know what that means. It's a Jim thing. Oh, okay then. I wouldn't know because I haven't listened to our recent episodes of Jim Hill yet. I'm saving it for a long journey that I'm going to have to make. It's going to be a very long journey. (laughs) Well, fortunately, I've got a very long journey coming up next week when I'm travelling to Orlando. So I'm saving it for that special occasion. Because I know it was a long one. But we're all super excited today because we've had some exciting news. But before I get to the news, we're going to start the show like we always do with what we're drinking. So, Craig, I'm going to go to you first. Well, um, Kerry got some juice from um, Asda before... And it's like peach and pineapple or something. <laughs> so I pour half a pint of vodka in it. So no. cheers. That, you know what? There's a cocktail in there somewhere. <laughs> this is the second Jim Hill reference. <sighs> there we go. <laughs> and Luke, what are you drinking? Something fancy. Tell us something fancy. Um, a glass of water, but is in a cup that says, every pizza is a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. Oh, that, that sounds like that cup was made for me. It's so yeah. beautiful. I love it. You know, we had um, Adam Santino on, not last week, the week before, and he was telling us about a fancy drink, which was a snow cone, but milk in it. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, have you ever tried that? No, but that sounds like, like it tastes really good. No, it doesn't. It sounds like it would taste like disgusting. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. sick, that. What? It makes it, like, creamy. No, like, I went to school with a girl who used to, when she'd get Happy Meals from McDonald's, she'd get a milkshake and a Sprite, and she'd mix them both together, and I was like, you are a sick girl. Okay, you are that's disgusting. a little too far. <laughs> but that's what it reminded me of, like, a snow so- cone with ice cream. And he said something about, like, like, some kind of milk in it, like condensed milk or something in it, and I was like, what the hell? What I used to do in work when I was a trolley dolly, because I was the best trolley dolly ever, right? I used to have cakey milk. So I used to get a load of cake, squash it all into a cup, and then pour milk into it and mix it and turn it into a paste and then eat it. You're not well. I used to get about... <laughs> yeah, six, you have something wrong with you. <laughs> six pieces of cake in one cup. You're absolute filth. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> Chris, milk. tell us that you're drinking something that's not cakey milk. I'm drinking Bud Light, baby. Yes! Sponsorship oh, pending. Well, you know what? They need to, because I sent my boyfriend on a huge hunt last week for bottled Bud Light, because Nick had told me that he had some. Mm-hmm. And I was searching high and low, couldn't find it, so I sent my boyfriend on a mission to find some. And he found it, so I'm also drinking Bud Light from a bottle. Oh, where did you find it? That's love, that. Um, in Asda, but we haven't got an Asda near us, so it's quite far away. Um, but we have, we've got a little one, but they didn't have it in there, so we had to go and find a big one. 
I'm not being funny, but Asda in the north is like Greg's, the bakers. There's one every 200 feet. Yeah, in like the Liverpool kind of north, but not like not where I am. It's it's mostly like Tesco's oh, and scenes, yeah, movies, yeah. things like that. Now, you're behind the wall and yeah. winter's definitely coming. Yeah, winter's already arrived here. Um, but I was expecting it to be in like the the like metal kind of bottles that they have in Florida. But it's not. Know. It's with regular glass bottles. But it's really cheap. It's like three pounds for four bottles. That's good. They're giving it away. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Bud, Bud Light in the UK is going under big style because I can get ten cans in the Tessie around the corner from ours for six quid. Yeah, like it's really, really cheap. But yeah. like I was telling you before we started recording that I hadn't drank for like two months, except like one. I think it was like one day that I had a drink on because I was dieting for my upcoming holiday and so i feel like after this one bottle i'm gonna be drunk well do you know when i know you've got like ash going on and all that at the moment so it's a birthday today isn't it it is it's ash's birthday happy birthday ash and do you know the night i got sent home from the women's hospital in liverpool when Kerry was in with our Eve, she was in for five weeks before she was born. Eve was born five weeks prem. The nice. night I come home and had a large single malt whiskey was the night that Kerry went pop. So. You know what? Like, that's another thing that's been making me scared to have a drink because basically, for those that don't know, I live on the opposite side of the country to Ash now, so I moved away. But it, when she goes into labour, I basically have to get in the car and just get there and it's like three hours away from me. So I've been terrified to have a drink because I know that it's going to be the one day. Yeah. So you get Blotto and Mini Ash will pop out. Probably. Probably. I was half expecting (laughs) it honestly to go into labour while I was in full Demogorgon costume today. (laughs) I was like, this will be great. There's a sentence I never thought I'd ever hear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what it just happens a lot in my life something always happens to me when i'm in costume and it's it's just constant but speaking of demogorgons we had some real exciting news today didn't we we sure did oh we sure did so it was announced today that stranger things will be coming to halloween horror nights orlando halloween horror nights hollywood and halloween horror nights singapore all three has that ever happened before where we've had it at all three no singapore's no. never i don't think ever had an ip before wow mm. so, this that's is quite big for them yeah this is huge so it was kind of like we were all hoping that was going to come we all kind of knew inside that it's, it's going to be coming but i think we were all a little bit on on the fence with are they going to be able to get it there like it's something that everybody wants and we're all like convinced that it's going to come but are they going to be able to snag it and they did yeah i mean literally um as soon as it was released the first series universal started to petition netflix to get it to halloween horror nights and it's not surprising because it's it's one of the biggest show, if not the biggest shows to to hit screens in the last couple of years. Mm. Oh, it's and, huge. 
yeah so getting something like american horror story was really big but getting something as big as stranger things like that's huge like universal are making like crazy waves right now with their ips i think i think this might be the biggest thing they've ever got yeah, like it's. I, I feel like it's the biggest, like relevant and current thing that they've ever got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I said on the last episode of Scare Zone when we talked about this, I said that Stranger Things is the Halloween Horror Night. Creatures from Stranger Things, the Demogorgons and whatever else is in there, I can't remember what they're called, are made for scares. So, like jump zones. So, about this kind of era and this kind of design and I think they're just going to put their absolute all into is the one that is zapping all the budget and if they're going all out on it basically do you think this could be a scare zone as well right now that's again another interesting thing is on the press release it mentions and in the blog it mentions the streets now normally when it's a house announcement they don't normally talk about the streets so that does tend to make me wonder if they're going to do some kind of scare zone that's themed to this that's sort of attached to it Ooh, kind of like what the, what they do with The Walking Dead. Sort of, yeah. I mean, also as well, in the press release, it does mention characters. It says you will meet the most loved characters, brackets, R.I.P. Barb. So, you know, will they have characters dressed as them in a scare zone? I don't know. I don't you know. know what? Right, this, this is something that I was worrying about earlier because I was thinking about when we had The Walking Dead and we couldn't have... So we could have all the sets and things like that. We could have the story, but we couldn't have the characters. Yeah, but 
Thought Park and their shitty little... Sorry if our our lawyers will be listening. uh, Thought Park and their rather small Halloween event can have the characters. Yeah, like, why? Why? It's like, is there an actual reason for that? God knows. No, I haven't seen anything else anyway, but I was a little bit worried at first, like, are we going to actually be able to have the characters? But it sounds like, yeah. Mm, It does sound like it. I think it would be dead easy to have a scare zone with the uh, the upside down or or the nether as it's known. It's it's just projection mapping. Yeah, good you idea. Know, you know, all of a sudden you are in the upside down. Um, a few snow machines putting out all that weird floaty stuff that's in there, and then the mapping. It's it just be dead easy, and the lighting. It's just going to be red lighting, isn't it? And smoke getting blown off the buildings above with red light beams into the smoke okay what if right so they are they have all the central park area all walled off right now because they're doing some reconstruction in there and they're doing some work for the lagoon show what if they are gonna plant more trees in there and then they can have that as the forest hmm take my money mm-hmm. <laughs> what if take they take over the etq for a bit um no <laughs> no. <laughs> no that would actually be genius you know what it's... it would but then it was me and that they'd probably close et for september and i'm not down with that <laughs> like they could portion it off because there's so much of that queue that doesn't get used so they could portion it off and do it that way but i well, worry you... that it would get damaged It'd be dead easy just to close ET a bit early, just to set it up every night. Be dead easy. I don't like as much as we think that that's easy. I don't think that's something that they'd do. I think they'd want it to be like that, like all the time. Well, yeah, probably. But like, if they did that in the nineties, they could easily remake that forest in a in a soundstage or in a tent or whatever they're going to do it in. And I think. The, like the forest has to be included so in in the blog post they said that basically the 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 premise of the house is going to be that we will start off on Merkwood so that's the road that goes through Hawkins and it's the road where that will takes to go home and when he gets lost and then we'll move inside Hawkins National Lab so in between that I'm guessing is going to be the forest yeah. So, it's got to be. Did you ever do the, when they did the Wolfman house? Did you ever do that one? I, I think so. Because they um, built a forest for that, and it was incredibly detailed. It actually did feel like you were walking through a forest. You know, they, they had a forest in, I think it was maybe one of the more recent Walking Dead ones, and I was like, wow, this is, a re- this is really, really good. Yeah. I think it was the big, the big Walking Dead house that they did, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Mm. I think it's something that, like, well, they made a gigantic boat for Dead Waters, True. and so we we know that they're fantastic at making these sets. So I think anything that they do in this bit is going to be amazing. But then, so yeah, we're going to go into the lab where things have gone terribly, terribly long. I'm excited for this bit because I'm excited to see, like, all the other kids that are going to be in there. I'm excited to see Papa. Like, I think this is going to be ridiculously cool. 
and then we will experience all the most memorable moments and environments from the show while being hunted at every turn by the Demogorgon. And of course, you'll step into the mysterious darkness of the Upside Down more than once. This sounds ridiculous. <laughs> this is going to be the biggest house they've ever done. With the, the most detail, the longest, the biggest, the, oh, goodness me. I think it's just going to be amazing. Where do you um, go? Where do you go from here? Any announcement you make after this is down. You can't well, better this. Like well, that's, well <laughs> right. This right. There's been some rumours, haven't there? Like about what what could potentially be coming, and I feel like that's seeming more and more likely. Because why would you put your biggest house out first? To break the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but surely you're going to have to follow it with something that's just as big. What's just as big? It. Oh, God. If that Right, I still haven't seen it. Me neither. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Original or new or both? Both. Actually, oh, Jesus both. Christ. Oh. I've seen the original, but not the new. Uh. <laughs> I've just broke a man. The man just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Amanda. It's on my list. Uh, everything's on your list. I'm like a new you man, Amanda. Have I have. <laughs> I'm messaging Luke Bro later. I have. I've seen. I've seen um, Psycho recently for the first time ever. Dear right. oh dear oh dear. Can anyone here believe that Craig has gone all this time in his life without ever seeing Psycho? Because, right, psycho. I don't think anything that you're going to say can justify it unless you say, oh, well, I've been in a coma for the last 40 years. <laughs> psycho, right, the premise of it sounds terrifying. So in my head, that was a terrifying horror film, when in actual fact, it's not the most horror-y horror film that there's ever been. It's more a little bit of psychological thriller type. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't justify it. I said in the last episode of Ego, it's by today's standards, it's not a very good film. What? Mm, are you high? No, <laughs> I'm pissed of what's going right here. <laughs> but it, there's no explosions, there's no intestines. There's it it no... doesn't need that, that's why. For its time, though, it was like insane. It, for its time, at the time, it's an, it's it, it is insane. I'll give you that one hundred percent, and that's my point. That's all I want to say. But I feel like if something was going to be made now that was kind of running along the same kind of lines as Psycho, it still wouldn't be as good as Psycho. It's like um, oh, Blair Witch terrified me. Abso- absolutely terrified me. That, that bit in the end psychologically scarred me for life. I did not like that movie. Mm-mm. Which movie? Blair Witch. The, oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That? Yeah. yeah. I can't stand in the corner of a room anymore. No, that was... <laughs> did you do that often? <laughs> yeah. Only when I've been bad. <laughs> but, getting back to Stranger Things, I, it, for me doesn't better Stranger Things. I don't think that it betters it, but it it's kind of making 
a, a solid lineup. So it's not, you're not going down. So you're not doing like an amazing one and then going like lower in people's expectations after that. You're keeping it kind of a level playing field. And that's I, the only explanation that I've got for why you would give your biggest card out first. I think this is the biggest card. The biggest card that has ever been. Ever. I think it's going to do amazing things for the event. Like you were saying, Chris, where you're getting people messaging you who have no interest in going to horror events, who are not fans of horror films, and they want to go. And I think it's definitely, definitely going to be open up to a wider audience in the same way that things like American Horror Story have, but bigger. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I agree with what you said there. Um, I tell you what, in terms of marketing and in terms of uh, announcements, from what I'm hearing, you've got this big announcement of Stranger Things. They're going to hammer it, hammer it, hammer it, hammer it. And Universal has kind of, I mean, they've been doing it for 27 years now. They've kind of got to the point now where they realize that most people, most people, like general public people, book their tickets just before the event. So I would bet money now that you've got Stranger Things now. It's going to whip up enthusiasm. You're going to have loads of announcements about originals, scare zones, and other houses they're doing. And then you're going to get hit just before the event with a big IP that they've secured. And then that will push people into buying those tickets. Okay, so on on the subject of tickets then. So people have been a little bit worried online. And I think maybe unnecessarily, but I do kind of see where they're coming from. Because Universal have released a new type of ticket. And it's a buy one, get one free ticket. But it's just an early bird offer. So I think it was maybe up until June or July, maybe, if I remember correctly. So you can buy from now until that time. And you'll get a second night for free. As long as it's a Sunday to Friday night, I believe. Sunday, Sunday to Thursday, Sunday to Friday night. So it's kind of trying to steer the crowds away from Saturdays. Mm. so a lot of people are worried that that means that we can kiss frequent fears goodbye (laughs) fears goodbye and at first i was like no don't be silly of course not and everyone was messaging me and i was like no like don't worry like it's only april and they usually don't release the frequent fear tickets until like maybe end of may june anyway but it's it's been getting a little bit more attention today that we might not get the frequent fear tickets well, because if we're going to have such big IPs, they kind of want people to be paying every night. But I personally think that the people who buy the frequent fear passes will spend more money. Well, this is the thing. I think Universal will do anything for a price. So that's it. Like I do, I definitely think that they're going to go up in price. What um, do you think the UK tickets, these new UK tickets that they brought out, what do you think that's going to do? Well, they're, they're not only for UK, so they're, they've they? been released on, on the official site as well. Oh, right. Okay. But it's just an early bird offer. Is that so the same I, ticket that we're talking about? So Yeah, so it's, it's buy one, get one free ticket. And I do think that it is just to kind of steer people away from Saturdays. Honestly, like I don't, I don't personally think that they do away with the with the multiple night tickets, and people were kind of liking it, 
likening it to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, where you can't get tickets like that there, and you have to pay per night. And while I agree that, that will make the company money, I think that they probably make just as much money from things like merchandise and food and drinks. So, I've I've done one Mickey's Not So Scary that was last year. Now we paid, I can't remember what it was, but you can't buy a frequent fear. Mickey's not so scary. You've got to buy no. nightly. Right, okay. So, if that's the case, if Halloween Horror Nights was going down that route, would that not benefit them with higher ticket prices and smaller crowds? I feel like, you know, less people would be going just to... Because I think a lot of locals go and they just kind of go in, like, in the same way that we... Like, if we've got an annual pass, like, I'll just... I'll go to Universal, like, every day if I want to. And I'll just kind of hang out and I might not ride anything. But I'll just hang out around in the park for a little bit and then go and do something else. I think that's what a lot of locals do with Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, But... The park's still making money from that because they're buying food and they're buying drinks there. So I don't, I, I don't honestly think that it would benefit them that much more to do a, a paper night thing. Like I honestly think, and I'll probably get shouted at for this, but I think that we get a hell of a deal with frequent fear passes. Is that what I bought last year? Oh, yeah. So you you bought the Russia fear. So it's the same right. kind of thing, except your pass was for the first three weekends um well the first three weeks of the event and the frequent fear and frequent fear plus is every night except saturdays for the frequent fear plus and every night except friday and saturdays for the frequent fear um i personally with my frequent fear pass might go like 10 10 nights in my like three weeks stay. And every night that I'm there, I'm I'm having my tea at Universal, and then I'm have, buying drinks at Universal, and I'm buying merchandise probably at least four or five nights that I'm there. Now, Luke went, was lucky enough to go with me and Nick, and then a few weeks later was lucky enough to go with yourself. What what When was the busiest time for you, Luke? Because you went like a bajillion times in <laughs> last year, didn't you? Yeah. Um... I would definitely say that the opening weekend was pretty busy, busy, like Friday night was definitely one of the busiest nights, the first, very first night, and then just kind of like in the middle of the event is when it was most busiest. I mean, I felt for the weekend we were there that it was really busy, but we were only, we only had that as our point of reference. Did you think it got busier after we went home? Um... Some nights, yes. Some nights, no. It honestly it varied, like, cause some nights I would get through houses, just one after another, and then other nights I would have to. I actually wouldn't go in any houses, cause I'm not waiting more than like fifty minutes. <laughs> so lucky. Only yeah, only because yeah, cause I can go so many times. Mm-hmm. So spoiled. But <laughs> and, like, so you you maybe went like what like twenty plus nights. Yeah, I went nineteen times. So but who's counting? Well, with your frequent fear pass, so you didn't get with Express, did you? No, I didn't. No. So, how much is, was it in dollars? Because here, I think I think I paid maybe like eighty-five pound. 
Our for here is 113, but that was with the discount. I think it's like 126 without the discount. Okay, so then if you factor that over the 19 nights that you went, like how much is that per night of the event? Oh god. Like maybe like seven or eight dollars a night. Yeah, about that. six dollars a night. So that's like a crazy, crazy, crazy good deal. Yes. So six dollars a night. What's Mickey's not so scary? Six years. Or I think it's about eighty or ninety dollars. Oh, just for candy. And I think, yeah, and I think on some nights it it crosses the hundred dollar mark. So universal are missing a trick there. Uh, well, yeah. this this is this is what I'm what I'm saying. So I think that if they were going to sell it on a per night basis less people would be inclined to go so many times but if you're keeping your frequent fee passes i would have no problem like a few years ago i think i paid about 60 pounds for my frequent fee pass so i know so when when i went up to like 85 or wherever that i might have been paying 90 pound this year i don't know last year um i was like oh god it's gone up but then i was like actually like i am getting a super super good deal so i would rather pay more money into the hundreds like maybe 120 pound or more and be able to keep my frequent fee then have to pay the maybe 70 dollars per night well i mean you, you went 10 times last holiday even at 20 dollars a night 200 pounds or whatever that's yeah. still exceptional value yeah, it's like super, super good value. So that's why I honestly can't see them doing away with it. I do think they're going to up it in price. But I can't see them getting rid of it. And I think the ultimate pass that they did last year where you could go every night, I think that sold quite well. Is that about $700? No, so that's with the oh. Express Pass. So right, that's, okay. that's every night with the Express. So I think it's right. about $600 for that. Um, But... Just the regular ultimate pass, I think, was maybe about two hundred and something dollars. But even even with the express for the whole season, that is unbelievable value. It is for good money. because an express pass is between like seventy and a hundred dollars per night. If if I was a local and I lived close enough to get to it every night, and I was in the type of job that I could, that's me sorted. Uh-huh. Yeah, depending on that price of the one with the express pass, I may do that. Cause... Well, you know what, right? I usually, most years, will we'll get express passes like maybe three or four nights. Mm-hmm. And I always think to myself, like, oh, why don't they just do a pass where I can just come every single night and get an express and make my life easier? Mm-hmm. But the last, like, year or two, I've actually really enjoyed my time in the queues. Oh, it's yeah. called making friends. Yeah. yeah, um, I think because I've been like hanging out with people more at the event for like the whole night, like Luke hanging out with you and Ashton mm-hmm. and Tim and Brady and like anyone else that we were hanging out out with, and like I I actually didn't mind waiting in line, and sometimes we'd be in line for like over an hour, yeah. and I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, it didn't even feel like an hour, like especially in Deadwaters. Yeah, like that was always a fun queue. But then if I was going to be just by myself or maybe just me and one other person, like the nights where it was just me and Ash, like mm-hmm. we did get Express Pass. So I think I got Express Pass on two nights this year. 
but I didn't need them and I didn't use them for the whole night and I was like oh I'm wasting my money now because now I've met up with friends later on and I got they haven't got expresses oh yeah so I've wasted my money and that's the thing with express like it's fine if it's just you but if you meet up with people and they haven't got it it's a waste of money but I do think that express passes are going to be very valuable for Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that oh, oh, doubtably. <laughs> I want to, I want to start watching Stranger Things again. Ooh. I thought you were going to say I, I really didn't think you were going to add again onto that sentence. Then and I was going to be like, um, what? No, we did an ego. We've watched Stranger Things together, Boston. Come on, yeah. girl. We have. We did. We did do a big ego episode on it. I watched the whole of season two again today. And what? Like, I know. <laughs> I just I just had the whole entire thing on while I was like pottering around the house. But it's such a fantastic show. I think I've probably watched season one about eight or nine times so far. Oh, I absolutely really? love it. Could you write marketing wise, right? Netflix are gonna win from this. Mm-hmm. So people like us of all um Stranger Things is on our list ready for season three to drop. Mm-hmm. So what's to stop Netflix and Universal just putting a little advert, a little one-minute advert like what dropped today into Netflix, into the Stranger Things feed? Mm-hmm. That would break Netflix. It would go out to everybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it's going to three parks, don't forget. I think that this, honestly, is just going to be so huge. And I think that Universal are going to see so many new people coming to the event this year. I think it's going to be insane. I would love, um, it sounds really weird saying this, but I would love higher ticket prices and a more exclusive event. Yeah. than what we're currently experiencing because the weekend we were there to me and Nick was exceptionally busy if you know what okay, I mean Okay so how how long were you waiting in lines? Um, half an hour, an hour 40 minutes, 50 minutes you know it, but that, that's nothing Yeah that's like that's not a busy night I know <laughs> but, but it is when you're there for the weekend Yeah you know, and that's the way I do. I mean, when Stranger Things dropped today, Kerry said to me, oh, you're gutted, aren't you? Oh, and I was like, yeah. And she went, well, it's all right, because you're going next year anyway. <laughs> you know, so I'm not going this year. I keep doing puppy dog eyes at it. <laughs> oh, you have to, because Stranger Things won't be there next year. And if it is, which I'm hoping it'll be season two, then you would have missed season one. I know, Kerry. Come on. Kerry, please. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, the Universal are doing such a good job of making sure that you come back year after year after year. Like, I can't actually imagine me saying, and I'm going to give it a miss this year. That's the thing. I, I went for my 40th with Stuart for Halloween Hard Nights 23, I never imagined I was going back to that event, and I've been three times now. And it's been three of the best weekends of my life. Yeah. Without my wife, it. without my kids. <laughs> you still love them, but I you just really like them. Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> bad, bad husband, bad, bad dad. Well, Chris, yeah. 
What secrets? What? Come on, give us something. What have you Wait, got? I, I want to hear Chris's thoughts on the ticketing situation. Yeah, come on, Chris. Uh, <laughs> tickets. Well, things that you can say. What? Um, what's currently available? Is it just the the bar one free? So, so people are unsure of whether or not we're going to get the frequent fears again. But we think that, like Universal, obviously will bring them out, but they will probably just be at a higher price. Right. Um. <sighs> I think you're well. They always do this. They push the packages first because they want to fill up hotel rooms. Um, so packages they're pushing, and then slowly and surely they'll release tickets. If if what I'm hearing is correct, then you won't have to wait very long. I mean, you're talking sort of end of this month, something like that. Yes. And are you are you in agreement with the people panicking over nothing about? them thinking that the frequent fear isn't going to be offered oh of course yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. good because like at first honestly i was like no don't be silly like of course it's coming it's just going to be like another month or two it's super early still don't worry and then the more that i've seen people talking about it the more i've been like actually what you're saying is making a lot of sense why would they be doing bowing it on freeze what if they do have a super strong lineup and they don't want the big crowds but then i'm like no amanda don't be silly they want your money. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I probably spent, like, one night's tickets worth just on Twisted Taters. <laughs> Don't start me on Twisted Taters. I had one Twisted Tater, and it was the worst experience of my life. No! Worse than when I had piles. Which which flavour did you try again? <laughs> Are you talking about piles or twisted No, taters? what flavour twisted tater did you try? Uh, salted. Yeah, no, see, that's the one that me and Nick both tried and we were in agreement that I, like, burned your whole entire mouth off. Yeah, it was like, it was like acid bleach. Yeah, <laughs> it was very strong. But the other flavours that they had are really, really nice. And you know what I was thinking the other day? Is I want to try and make my own twisted taters. Oh. But I want to put, like, Nando's peri-peri sprinkle <gasps> on them. Imagine. Yeah. Like, how good would they be? They'd be amazing. But I don't know how to how to cut it. You go to um, TJ's or somewhere like that, and they'll have some sort of machine that's on the end of the aisle with a little telly and a video play, and say you can do this with your vegetables for five well, pounds. I, I got I got a vegetable <laughs> spiralized so I can make corn spaghetti, go. but a potato won't fit in it. Get a skinny potato. <laughs> I'll get a deformed potato. But I thought if they did something like Perry Perry Sprinkle on it, like, wow. (gasps) That would be amazing. (laughs) We should should have, like, a Nando's in Orlando, because even though I'm veggie, like, Nando's do veggie things, and, oh, my life, I love Nando's. Or why don't Universal sell the contraptions that they use to make the tater twisty things? Yes. I would buy one. I would buy one right there. Exactly. Carry it around all night. Like I love twisted taters. Just get but, it delivered to your room. Get it delivered yeah. to your room. Well, my my point being that I like people who will go multiple nights. They'll they'll recuperate the money back in third drink and merchandise sales. So I don't think that Universal have anything to worry about about the frequent fear tickets, and I don't think that 
the guests have anything to worry about with them going away. The Tis After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at... Chris, are we at the point of two parks again? Uh, not yet. Okay, we here to hear first. That's an exclusive, people. <laughs> it's an exclusive. Well, well, well the thing is, it's like the um, uh, poll that you put out, which is your favourite park. If you'd asked that question sort of eight or nine years ago, people would have said Islands of Adventure by a margin. But now, the favourite park is the studios. Mm-hmm. So, other than Potter and Spider-Man and the Hulk... There's probably not a lot more than that driving people over to Ireland. I agree 100% with what you've just said there. Ireland is... What? (laughs) I love Doctor Doom. (laughs) Yeah, that was so much fun. (laughs) But, right, so... Will we see Kids Zone closed before the event starts? No. No. Yeah. Well, okay. not not that I've heard. I mean, the, originally the plan was to, as soon as Halloween Horror Nights last year finished, was to go straight in there with the bulldozers and tear it all down. Um, I think things changed rapidly when they saw how much Disney were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was a betting man, I would say all of that's now sort of locked in because they're getting permits for things. And I think they're just waiting to announce it and probably will announce it when Disney announces something. So, Hmm. Okay. So then we don't have to worry about, like, losing spaces for two houses at the back of the park. Well, you should... Oh, did you well, know that? Well. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have to, but, but there is a big but. The problem is with Universal is that you have got art and design and then you've got Universal Creative. And... A bit like any large organization, they don't necessarily talk to each other quite a lot. So you've got art and design who are all out doing the events, and then you've got Universal Creative who are doing the bigger things, the parks, the shows, the ride, the bigger bigger things. So they have had it in the past. Like, for example, the best one was 2012, I think it was. They built a house inside the old Hercules building. Art and design built it. 
Then, for about two or three months into construction, Universal Creative went, oh, actually, we want to build a um, Transformers ride there now. We're going to demolish that building and throw your house out. So I think with park management and art and design now, they're kind of like, well, like, like last year, we'll close off Kids Zone just in case... <laughs> You know, Universal Creative want to push ahead and start building on that area. Uh-huh. So, so that's why we didn't have the Barney queue. Well, this is it. So I don't know if that will be the same this year, whether or not they're going to sort of hedge their bets by just leaving the whole area empty. But I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I had a team member last year, last August, tell me that that was the last Christmas that Barney was going to have. And then... When I went back in September and we were put through the ET queue to get to Ash vs. Evil Dead, which was the the Walking Dead house the last time I went, but we went through Barney's barnyard area to get to the same queue space. What what changed? Why why were we put through ET instead of Barney's? Probably for that reason. So mm. in, just in case they decided that they were going to do something to Barney. Yeah, I think they were possibly hedging their bets. Maybe we should keep this area free. Because don't forget, is those walkways and queue areas, that takes a lot of figuring out. So they wouldn't want to redesign all that halfway through the event. Mm-hmm. I think Ash versus Evil Dead really suffered being where it was last year. Yeah. That was an exceptional house. Heck yeah, um, it was only that five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was literally five minutes every time we went. I think I think the two back houses always are the shortest ones, and it is just because people will just want to hit the first houses that they see. So hopefully they're going to put Stranger Things there. <laughs> hopefully, but doubtfully, <laughs> it'll be the first one as soon as you walk in, like American Horror Story always is, and it's mm. always got the biggest queue. But do we think that maybe we might see more of a Stranger Things presence than just the house and their potential scare zone? I think Stranger Things will be all over the marketing. I think uh, the merchandise will all be Stranger Things themed. Mm-hmm. I think everything will be Stranger Things themed. They're going to go all out. The entrance is already Stranger Things. Easy for you to say. Looking at that advert today, the entrance to Halloween Horror Night is going to be projection mapped with Stranger Things. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or physically dressed to look like it <gasps> take my money it's going to make a good uh, um, photo isn't it you know yeah exactly do we think that in lieu of a, an icon stranger things will just be the kind of overall theme yeah yeah definitely yeah i think it's got to be i think like you wouldn't even really need to do anything else just stranger things is a theme this year guys that's it put it this way i was talking to someone at universal earlier and last year, the biggest piece of social media they had was The Shining. Mm-hmm. And that got something in the line of 9,000 shares, likes, interactions. So far today, uh, Stranger Things is is stratospheric. Wow. I think it was 25,000 shares last time I checked. Oh, wow. So it's in a whole new league of interest. I mean... The Shining was big, but that was an old film from the 80s. This is current, it's modern, it goes through different genres. It's got a huge pool of people from all sorts of areas from the fandom. 
So it just appeals to so many different people. Um, I just think it's going to bring, and I, there's evidence for that as well, like I said before, it's going to bring so many people to the event. Yes. Well, we're all super, super excited about this. I can't wait to hear more about it. I'm so glad that announcement season has officially started. Mm. And there's going to be a hell of a lot more. <laughs> it's nearly Christmas yeah. already. No, don't. I hate Christmas. Yeah, Christmas sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's Halloween like death. The- yeah, it's like yeah. the crap bit in between Halloween and <laughs> Halloween Horror Night's announcement system. It's like the crap bit that you've got to get through. So I hate yep. Christmas. <laughs> there was another little uh, Easter egg, uh, excuse oh. the uh, terminology, in the uh, media, uh, uh, what do you call it, the media release and the blog uh, that said shows again in plural. That's the second okay. time they've done that now. So, like, can we, do you think, be certain that Academy of Villains is going to come back? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, think definitely. I think as they're using them in their marketing already, I think that's probably a given that they'll come back for a third time. At, yeah. at this point, uh, Academy of Villains have had two cursed years where stuff's gone wrong both years for them. So they haven't had a chance yet to put out their full show, have they? No, but you know what? They've done a friggin' good job. And of course, like, they did. They did amazing with what with what they had, but they haven't had a chance to put out their full ways, so to speak. So they need to come back for a third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if any hurricane starts coming in, like I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna start doing rain like dancing. sunshine dances. Oh, sunshine! Yeah, <laughs> sunshine dances. No, opposite <laughs> rain. Opposite <laughs> rain. Yeah. So nothing is going to compare. To Bill and Ted. I. Oh. I think Academy Villains, if they put them in the stage, that'd bring in like a bunch of crowds. But. I, I nah, think I it. It definitely the would. The thing with Academy of Villains is, I think if it was in like a sit down place like Fear Factor, I don't think it'd have the same kind of vibe. I think Academy of Villains needs to be like a stand up show. You need to yeah. dance. Yeah. Like I. I like having a little dance around. Can I have a mash pit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't think it would work so well in a in a seated venue. Plus, we were all pretty certain that Fear Factor was going to be closing as soon as Halloween Horror Nights finished, and it didn't. So mm. I'm still just waiting on that to be announced that that's closing. But Chris, do we do we have any any kind of rumors yet about the show? Well, to be honest with you, that's the most surprising thing of all, really, that that hasn't gone away because that should have gone away by now. So, mm-hmm. like, um, I think even the team members that work here, I, like, I don't think they even had any shifts on their rotor. Yeah. For a while, and then it just like they just randomly appeared. If I, I remember I, that. I, again, you know, I go back to the the Disney reference. You know, they are. They are. They have changed their plans considerably based on what Disney's doing. So, I mean, it, it might be the case that you know they were there was this rumored um, Ministry of Magic going in that area. I mean, it might be the case now that um, it's not happening, and they're gonna. I saw a thing the other day that they were gonna knock down uh, Poseidon. Uh, no. Because because, <laughs> no. because because Islands of Adventure is, is suffering. It needs more footfall. Um, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Well, or refurb that building. It's huge. It's absolutely massive. Oh, I'll be so sad. I, I honestly feel like Poseidon's Fury is the most underrated attraction. 
it's yeah. so like you you kind of walk past all the time you're like no nah, I'll, I'll maybe do it tomorrow or maybe do it later and then you pour it off and you pour it off and then you actually do it again and you're like why don't i do this every day it's fantastic <laughs> It, it is fantastic. It's got the worst queue in the history of queues. Yeah, the queue, the queuing system's terrible for it, and it always says next show twenty minutes. So you might be waiting there twenty minutes. You might be waiting there for two minutes. You never know. It's like, it's like flipping a coin. But I think it's it's just so worth it to do it. And I would be very very sad if it went away. And I was actually thinking to myself. I don't remember whose video I was watching. I was watching somebody's video and they were going to be going to eat at Mythos. And I was like, I haven't eaten at Mythos in years. And I don't know why, because that's arguably the best food at Universal. Mm. And they won all their awards. Haven't yet. I haven't eaten there either. When we go in August, it's very often shut. Really? Yeah. Luke, we're going there for lunch. Oh, you're vlogging it. We'll vlog it. Because they do pad thai. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) They do loads of cool burgers. They do loads of, like, really nice food. And I'm always like, why? I spend all of my time moaning and complaining. Like, oh, well, all these restaurants are the same. I'm going to have burgers and fries. Or I'm going to have a slice of pizza. Or I'm going to sit there and watch Ashley eat chicken nuggets. And I can't eat them. I'm going to (laughs) be angry. And I always just forget about Mythos. And I'm like, I know that they do good food, so I don't know why I don't go there. And it's really cheap. What? It's I always like, thought it was like five star, like $50. You know what? Like, it's, it's <laughs> like, it won lots of awards and it's fancy. But, like, Pad Thai, I think, is about like $13. That's not bad. And I think I usually pay maybe about 10 or $12 for a slice of pizza and some fries so like i know which one i'd rather have so i'm making it my mission to give that area of islands of adventure a little bit more love when i'm uh, around next week and it's got a pretty good fountain out the front that is very true he is a very good fountain and he listens to this podcast does he no doddy oh okay. oh craig too soon, <laughs> oh, too soon. don't make me sad I was generally upset when Doddy died. I saw him live. He was brilliant. Oh, so so was I. Gutted. There's tickling sticks that are all over Liverpool, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're in all the statues all around Liverpool. I was looking at Billy Fiore at the Albert Dock the other day with a tickling stick in his hand. Oh. Bless. Have I ever told you my Ken Dodd story? Tell us. It's very quick. We went and saw him live. This was two years ago. So he was, what, 89? Wow. And all the way through, joke, 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 a few songs, joke, 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 ventriloquist, joke, joke, joke. Anyway, I looked at my, uh, my wife. I said, cool, blimey, this is going on a bit. I said, when's the interval? She said, oh, I don't know. I said, look, this, this, um, and he said, do you need to use loop? She said, oh, I'm desperate. I said, come on, we'll both go to the loo and then we'll slip out before the crowd. There's probably no interval. It was three and a half hours in. And we went to the loo. I came out first, and it was in the um, uh, foyer bit. And there's a woman putting out a box of chocolates and sweets and drinks and things. And I said to her, um, I said, uh, oh, I suppose you're packing up for the night. She said, oh, no, the interval will be on in half an hour's time. What? So he probably was on stage for about five or six hours, I reckon. Yeah, I seen him. I seen him in the Philharmonic. He was exactly the same. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. Wow. Well, back to Islands of Adventure from the sadness. <laughs> so I, I always kind of feel like 
that area of islands is could go at any minute. Mm. And I never, I, I never do spend enough time in there. Like there's a little bit behind Mythos that I love, just kind of sitting in, where you can see the nice views over the lagoon. But I oh, never yeah. actually do. Like I don't remember the last time I saw the Sinbad show, and that's such a cool show. Are you doing it this time with our I'm Luke? I'm gonna. Luke, that's what we're going to do. Not on my birthday day, because we've got like cool stuff to do on my birthday mm-hmm. day. But on later Sunday. on in the week, we'll spend... Well, Sunday, so it's going to be the Saturday. So the day before my birthday day is the day we're going to be at Universal. You need um, to, to vlog the areas that will not be there much longer. Well, yeah. But I want to dedicate like an awful lot of time to doing the things that I tend to just skip doing. That's so bad. That's been there since opening day, hasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, so it hasn't really changed much, but people moan about it. But it does literally fill up with people, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. you never see anybody going in there, but then when you get in there, it's packed. Have yeah. you done the magic shop? Oh, yeah. I haven't done the magic shop in the longest time either. We've done, we've done the magic shop a couple of years ago. The kids were absolutely blown away. Where's the magic shop? It's in that, that little area around the fountain. Yeah, it's kind of like in those gift shop area. Yeah. Hmm. He comes out and brings you in. He chases you in. <laughs> yeah. Because you know where the the Williams shop is in the studio? I was literally going to say, shop, like, that, the prop shop used to be a magic shop too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But I just really want to do things that, that I don't get to give much attention. So that area of islands. And, like... That got me thinking as well about if Halloween Horror Nights was going to go across to two parks in the future. How would they actually do it? Because could they have all of Diagon Alley open? Not Diagon Alley, um, Hogsmeade open. Because I don't, I don't think that would work. Because it's so narrow. And they wouldn't be able to put anything out in there. So they have to close all of that area off at like Jurassic Park. And close all of um, Hogsmeade and then right through to Toon Lagoon. Just completely close all off. I mean, to Zeus Landon. But do, oh. do, they've already done Halloween, um, Harry Potter for Christmas. So if they just did it for Halloween and decorated it for Halloween and just had nothing else there, but you could buy your merchandise and have somewhere to eat and have a drink. Maybe, but then, like, at least with Diagon Alley, like, you have to purposefully go into Diagon Alley. Like, you don't have to walk through it to get to anywhere. Like, you're you're going to Diagon Alley, and, like, that's it. Oh, like, if yeah. you go in there. So you can skip it. Whereas, you, if, that, if those bridges were open, you would have no choice but to walk through Hogsmeade. The problem that you've got with these attractions... Um, particularly the Harry Potter ones, is they have to close before midnight. Why? Well, they they when I've been there for private events or even for Halloween Horror Nights, they, they shut them early because there's something to do with the screen technology that has to be resetted and it has to rest and cool down. So it, it can't mm-hmm. stay on until 2, whatever, in the morning when Halloween Horror Nights finishes. But the rides could, shut, <laughs> the rides could be shut down and... You could literally not have any projections on the castle, but you could buy your uh, fire whiskey, you could buy your hot butter beer. You know, it could be just set up 
all the shops could even be shut. You could just have the stalls out selling food to to, to nourish people. But what if you want to get on the Hogsmeade Express? You can't do it. Mm-hmm. Because you've, like, you've, yeah, got, this... you've got drunk people getting on it at that point. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, would they <laughs> even open themselves up to to having, like, things potentially ruined by drunk guests? Well, I think this is a lot of logistical nightmare questions that I don't think they've even thought of yet because I don't think it's it's on the drawing board yet. No, and it, like this is really the reason why I think, like as much as I really enjoyed the two park thing, and I enjoyed it honestly when it was just Islands of Adventure as well. I just don't. I feel like it just wouldn't work. So I don't. I don't think that we'll see it for a long time. But moving on from Halloween Horror Nights because we're all super excited, but there's no more information to give on it. Luke, I just want to quickly hear about Voodoo Donuts. God. Tell us. Come on, Luke. Give us um, all the donuts. What have you eaten so far? So far, I've had the Captain Crunch one, the Devil's Food Cake, um, the, what's it called? The Cocoa Puff one, the Bacon Maple Bar, the Voodoo Donut, and the Pride Bar. Just a few, then. Yeah, is the, a couple. Is the Bacon Maple Bar... And the maple bar, are they exactly the same? Just one's got bacon on. Yeah. Oh, okay. and I've also had the grape ape, which is, like, insanely good. I did not expect it, because I'm not a fan of grape. But mm. it's kind of, like, sour tanginess at first, and then just super sweet. <laughs> super sweet. <laughs> yeah. But all the donuts, you can't go wrong with. The past couple times I've been going, I don't know what to get, because there's so many options. So I just say, give me a random one. Oh, really? all been good, yeah. That's a good idea because I, I was talking to Ashton before, and I was like, I like I want every single one, and I don't know how I'm going to get to try all of them. Yeah. And then I was talking to, with Tim, and I was like, what we should do is we should buy like between us, we should buy like loads, and then cut them all up so that we can all just try little like bites of them. Yeah, yeah, like because so they do sell in dozens. Yeah. Yeah. So we could get like every donut and then cut them all up and then we could all just try like a little bite so we know which ones we like. Yeah, and you don't have to eat the whole thing. Yeah, because otherwise I'm going to have to buy them all and then take like a bite out of them because I can't eat like 50 donuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's coffee, crazy talk. Share it with your friends. That's what I want to do. But then I'm like, how am I going to get the coffin home? Oh, You'd have to live at your house for a bit, Luke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the cues like to to get in? Um, recently, or well, the past couple of times I've been going, it's only been like 20 minutes, which I thought that was normal, but apparently it's been like 45 minutes to an hour on the usual. Have so you ever I, seen anything wow. like this in uh, City Walk? No, I've never seen a line for something in City Walk. You know, wow. the only thing that I could think of to compare it to is the milkshakes, but I feel like this even kind of supersedes the milkshakes because... I feel like the only reason the waits were so long at Toothsome were because milkshakes take a long time to prepare. Yeah. So a lot of your waiting is purely because you're waiting for your milkshake to be made, whereas with this, the donuts are ready. It's just a lot of people want these donuts. Yeah. I, and like I, last... oh, go ahead. Sorry, Luke, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, last night leaving the parks, it was an hour wait, so... <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's the munchies <laughs> that is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine the business they'll do during Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, but th- at this point, it sounds like they can't take people's money quick enough. 
So how do they improve? I, I honestly, I don't know. It, like, cause it's a it's a fairly sized shop that they've got. Can they? Could they not have like one of them little pop ups outside somewhere? Potentially. You know, oh, like yeah. you because you can go and get your butter beer at a point A, but you could go and into the bar and get your butter beer without a queue, can't you? you Maybe, but then like, is this going to be this popular forever? Or is it just, the, like, obviously it's going to be a popular thing, but is it going to be as popular as it is now yeah. in six months' time? So right now all the hype is there. Everyone's like, oh, crap, voodoo omelets. I'm still going to be there. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to go down. Honestly, I don't. Because they can just bring out limited edition donuts, new donuts, just better donuts, more donuts, just donut, donut, donuts. <laughs> yeah. All the donuts. All the, donuts the clown donuts. Oh, Halloween Horror Night specific donuts. Oh, oh, that would be cool. Oh, imagine if they just went round and did Universal Ride donuts. So you could buy Jaws. a Jaws, DeLorean. <gasps> E.T. Oh donut. E.T. donuts. Oh my god, I would buy every E.T. donut they would sell. <laughs> every single, I wouldn't even care about the flavour. Probably Reese's Pieces. Oh, yes. <laughs> A That'd walking dead donut. A walking dead donut. <laughs> A Stranger <laughs> Things donut. So cool. <laughs> oh. You know, I was wondering, Luke, and you might know this, but you might not. Is Voodoo Donuts open as late as the rest of city walk so was it open until like two in the morning no it's not i actually found this out yesterday it took me till 12 a.m oh that's still not too bad because yeah. realistically you could be like sat in bed in your hotel like oh i really fancy a donut yeah. oh dad that's the <laughs> ultimate munchies yes. yeah <laughs> like but sometimes it... that's what i'll do with panda express like i'll just be oh. i'll get all into bed and i'm like no nah, you know what i'm gonna get some panda express but but, 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 have you ever been in a Dunkin' Donuts at one o'clock in the morning, half cut? Um, <laughs> because no. I have. And I can tell you now, they do not have any fresh donuts in there at one o'clock in the morning, despite really... them being open. <laughs> Dunkin'. No, Dunkin' Donuts. But I did go to Dunkin' Donuts on International Drive one time because Josh really needed to pee. And we, I, I decided it was going to be a really good idea. I think it was the first time that I'd taken him with me. So it was a, a fair few years ago. And I was like, hey, it'll be really fun if we walk the entire length of International Drive. Oh, God. You know so, how to live, you girl. I, I know. So we started off near the convention centre, right? <laughs> and I was like, what we'll do is we'll walk all the way up to the outlets. And I was like, it'll take us probably about an hour, tops. Four hours later... Right, four hours. You, you are to the outlets? We walked all the way to the outlet. So we were having to stop like every so often to like get a drink or like get a snack. And he really needs to pee. And I was like, oh, well, I, like, I don't really like want... Like, we were in like the, the dodgy a bit of, of international <laughs> drive at this point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable going anywhere. So we'll go into Dunkin' Donuts and I'll, I'll buy a donut so that's not... So I don't feel like... Because as a British person, I feel cheeky. Just like yeah. going and saying, eh, I'm just going to come in and use your bathrooms. Spend like, I'll buy a donut. Yeah. So Josh went into the bathroom and I'm just stood there by myself. And then everybody like in the whole shop just like stopped what they're doing. And they're all just staring at me. And I was like, why is everybody looking at me? But they were all like huge, giant men. 
Oh, and I was like, please, can I just have a plain glazed donut? <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, a plain glazed donut? And she was like, and? And I was like, um, that's, that's it. And she was just staring at me so meanly. I was like, and I'll take a frozen coffee too, please. Any. I'll take any. <laughs> and then Josh came out and I had an entire bag of donuts. Oh, my gosh. And this horrible coffee that I really, really didn't like. And I was like, you just couldn't wait until we got to the giant McDonald's, could you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that big old McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But have, that's, you, have you ever been I to Vegas? No. Anyone? No. Oh, okay. All right. I tried walking somewhere once there that was a really bad idea. <laughs> wasn't Route 66, was it? <laughs> well, yes. How did you know? <laughs> sort of drug dealers and tramps, but we won't go into it. I had to. I had to. Uh, I went. I go for a walk when I'm in London because I'm in London every day, basically. And I went down Tottenham Court Road the other day, and I had to go into the um, Starbucks. Oh, I wish <laughs> to go into the Starbucks to use the uh, the boys' room, and I sat on the loo and fell off the loo because the toilet seat wasn't attached. <laughs> <laughs> Grown man on the at the side of the toilet in all sorts of other people's pee lying there on the floor. Oh, Craig. And then when I went out, I felt obliged to buy a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, why, why are we so nice and so polite? Because we're British. No we're, no, we're not British, Amanda. We're Scouse. Yeah, we're Scouse. We're extra polite. Yeah, super polite. Yeah. But I feel like that anywhere I go, like if I, if I need to go in somewhere to use something, I feel like I have to buy something. Do you get that impulse, Luke? Mm, no. <laughs> Luke doesn't no. care. I just, I just go in and pee. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, then, like a few, a few, like maybe a mile or so later, down down International Drive, I was like, hey, let's go to this Irish bar that I used to go to, like with mom and dad, and it was near Fun Spot, Ooh. and. So we went in there and I was like, oh, it was like really cool. I went in and it was not cool. It was not cool at all in there. <laughs> and I'd had a missed call from an American number on my phone. And I was like, oh, my God, what if it's like, like I had transfers booked for um, like to get me back to the airport because we decided not to drive that year. And I was like, what if it's them? And I was panicking. So I was like, can I please have your Wi-Fi code? And he was like, no, you have to buy a drink. And I was like, what? But I've just had a donut. I was like, why? <laughs> I can't drink anymore. So I had to buy a drink just to use the Wi-Fi code, and it was a spam call after all of that. Oh. I was furious. That, that was a bad day. By the time we got up to the outlets, we were so tired, we literally didn't want to buy anything, and we got a taxi back to the hotel. It was another time. Mm. But These that's are just all... for Amanda's boring international drive stories. Well, tail. <laughs> Tales of International Drives coming soon. They are. We, we are going to actually Yikes. be doing some episodes about <laughs> international drive attractions. We've got a SeaWorld episode coming up, which I'm super excited about. We're going to have a whole bunch of fun things. I've I got... am going to be away for the next couple yeah. of weeks because I'm going to Orlando next week. So I'll be yeah. out for maybe two. Well, you could book a spontaneous bestie trip and come with me. No. Like, <laughs> how dare you not spend my birthday with me? Amanda, I'll do that for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> We're going to get donuts tattooed on us. <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team, Luke. Go ahead, lad. <laughs> yes. 
so I'll be out for maybe like two or three weeks depending so we've got a few episodes coming up while I'm away we're going to be doing an episode covering water parks I think if are we going to do a special crossover episode of that yeah we're going to do all four major water parks in the Orlando area so two of them are going to be on Diz After Dark so you can have a guess which two they're going to be. And then two on the uh, Universal After Dark. Yes. Just giving you a little uh, rundown of what's in the parks and, and what they're like and our experiences. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. And then hopefully by the time I get back from Orlando, we'll have more Halloween Horror Nights news. Yep, definitely. I'm also uh, uh, Lord Luke Rowe, our special T-shirt governor. Um, go and buy some t-shirts, spreadsheet. Uh, me and him and Nick are going to be talking about the Harry Potter show in London and the Harry Potter theme park say, in Wofford, which isn't a theme park. It's a movie studios. We're going to be reviewing them very soon as well. I'm so excited about these episodes. It's just going to be the best. I can't wait oh, to hear yeah. them. Do you guys have anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? Um, There's a rumour going round that one of of the houses that has been talked about that has come into Halloween Horror Nights has supposedly now been cancelled. Oh, (gasps) freaking hell. Every year you say this one, Chris. Which one was it? Come on. Well, I've got a very, very strong feeling it might be Conjuring again. Oh, my God. I don't know. We'll never get the Conjuring. Dang it. Oh, really quick as well. I watched the new Insidious film mm-hmm. recently. Is this number three or number it, four? Number four. Oh, I haven't seen the um, yet. The last case. So this is one that we got like a sneak preview of in the Blumhouse house. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the house more than I enjoyed the film. Oh. I was, I was, usually I love the Insidious films, but I just wasn't feeling it this time and I don't know why. I hope and I genuinely mean this from the bottom of my heart to give the page a miss this year well I think we can all put that one to bed I think yeah Yeah. but I also think no because there's a new page film coming out oh yawn the the, the page houses (laughs) have have been shoehorned in at the last minute I I agree with the scare zone although I didn't particularly enjoy it why I didn't uh, enjoy it was because it's too close to real life, The Purge. I love The Purge Scare Zone. The Purge could happen in real life. It could. And I think, like, if when it was um, 26 and they did something, I don't remember what, what they called it that they had there, but it was, it was similar to The Purge. I don't remember the, what it was. The Purge? <laughs> the the Flurge. Um <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but it was, it was it was kind of like Mad Max kind of thing. Oh um, yeah. Like, oh, was that when all the oxygen was running out? Yes. 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 Survivor die. That's it. Survivor die. That's the one. Um, <laughs> like those kind of scare zones work really, really well there. I think. Um, but they are all very, very similar to each other. I do like the purge. I did enjoy when I won my humans at the purge scare zone last what year. What did you do with the humans? Purge them. Oh, okay. Um, I I think it works well there, and I don't know. Like, I'd be sad if they brought the purge back again, just because I feel like there's so much more stuff they can do. But 
I would much rather them have a scare zone than a house. I would have the page as a scare zone. I would bring back the Walking Dead as a scare zone. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? Because I adore the Walking Dead. Right. Nobody adores the Walking Dead anymore. I've got. Uh, well, I'm putting my hand up. I adore the Walking Dead. No. That was so 2012, Craig. Yeah. <gasps> God. Like but, now, you never see anybody excited to watch Walking Dead on the weekend anymore, or whatever day mm-hmm. it comes out. Like nobody's excited about it anymore. No, no. that's why Thought Park have got it. Yeah, probably <laughs> Thought Park. Thought Park, it's a ride. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Uh, no. Yeah. And then I Thought Park. Every time I go there, I feel like wheeling between us. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we go. Who is going to replace Bill and Ted? Who no, would? It's, it's got to be Rick and Morty. Commander and Chris. Rick and Morty. Well, Rick and Morty would be good, wouldn't it? That would be interesting. Right. Can we also have a minute fact that Craig has only just figured out who Rick and Morty are? I'm like eight <laughs> episodes Craig, in. Craig's only just seen the bloody one of the greatest films ever made, Psycho. So, you know. Thank you. <laughs> But usually, Craig seeing like the, like, the not so good stuff. Um, do you know if it follows was put into? Sure, but it follows. It's freaky. There's a naked Native American Indian standing outside my house now, and I don't know if he's going to come in and kill me, or it's just our neighbour. <laughs> it's just your neighbour. Okay. Yeah. On that note. Go and watch Luke's new videos. I'll have a new Halloween Horror Nights video up probably by the time this goes out. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Good luck, Ash. True bye. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here, you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, We thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.
After Dark Podcast Network. Okay, uh, where's Nick going? Um, just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I just hang up on this episode, just stop recording. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Oh.